Hey everyone, happy Monday, and welcome to episode 7. So, commuting on my way to work right now is a little bit of traffic, but it's not too bad. So, yeah, there's my little traffic report right there. Um, today I'm going to be talking about JavaScript. Now, you might think this is a very technical topic, talking about like a programming language, but here's what I'm trying to do with this podcast and this episode. So I want to take a technical topic, talk about it at a high level so that it's understandable by almost anyone, um, or at least anyone that's, you know, knows how to use a computer, basically. And I want to relate that back down to business. So when you're running your business, you know, if it's anything software related, even if you're like selling physical products, chances are you have an e-commerce website and you know, having some knowledge of kind of, you know, what kind of developers you're hiring or what kind of tech stack you're running on, just having like a little bit information of uh, the technology that's running your company, I think it it will give you an edge over others who are just, you know, who just know about business or entrepreneurship or marketing or any of of that. Like, I think it's always important to know um, bits and pieces of every industry or every, you know, category, whatever you you call it. Uh, So, so yes, that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to talk about, you know, this programming language and I'm going to relate it back to business and how it can benefit your company in terms of like the hiring process and just simply running, um, just kind of developing a product and keeping things smoothly, smoothly running. So, so let's, let's get right into it. Again, it's not going to be super technical. I'll try to explain everything. And first, I want to talk about, obviously, what is JavaScript? So, like I said, it's a programming language. Really, it's more specifically a scripting language. And, you know, back in my uh, back in my static website episode, I talked about how websites are made, and I talked about HTML. So, HTML is a way to describe the content that you want to appear on your web page or on your website. And there's two other languages you actually have to know to be able to build websites. The second one involves how uh, how to style your website. You know how um, you know what colors should show up, what typography, like what fonts you want, um, whether you want columns and all that sort of stuff. So that's where CSS comes in. You don't have to worry about HTML or CSS in this uh, episode. But that third one, JavaScript, is what adds functionality or behavior to your website. Think about like a comment section or, you know, social sharing buttons. It's anything that's, you know, where typically you'll click on a button and something will happen. That's typically done with JavaScript, you know, unless it's just a regular link, that's just HTML. But, um, but yeah, so that's what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about JavaScript and what it does for the language. Sorry, I'm just turning here. Okay. And, you know, and for many years, JavaScript was just run in the browser. You know, it's what the browser understands. It's what you you build out your website. You have some JavaScript that says, okay, when you click this button, this happens. And that's all it ever was. It was just a scripting language, a way to add functionality to your website. Now, a couple years ago, something called Node was released on Node.js. And Node, what it allows you to do is it gives... um, the capability to run JavaScript on a server. 
because when you wanted to, you know, connect to a database or do something, you know, the background process, like do a bunch of stuff like on an actual server, not just in the browser, you needed to know Java or Python or Ruby, you know, some separate programming language. So if you wanted to build a website, you needed to know at least two languages. What Node, how Node like changed the game is they said, you know, hey, why not be able to run JavaScript? Why not be able to run this same language that you already know how to build websites with? You know, something that the browser already understands. A lot of people know how to use it. You know, why not let that um, be run on the server as well? You know, and that's really the power, like this, essentially this language that can be run on the, on the browser and on the backend server. So that's like kind of a little quick description um, and talking about a little bit about Node. I'll continue this in the next segment. Okay, so I was talking about Node.js and how, you know, lets you run JavaScript, um, not just in the browser, but also on the server. And beyond that, um, you can actually, you know, there's a bunch of new tools that have been coming out. There's something called React Native that lets you build mobile apps with just writing JavaScript. Um, you know, it just compiles down, like you don't need to know Objective-C to build iOS apps. You don't need to know Java to build Android apps. Now you can, you know, again, just with your previous knowledge of JavaScript, you know, there might be a couple new things that you need to learn, but still just a same language, you can now build mobile apps. Um, and, it, and it's like a native mobile app. It's not, you know, a web view or anything like that. It's not a browser. It's, you know, a full-fledged uh, mobile app. And there's other things that you can do too. You can build uh, native desktop apps, uh, something called Electron. And the point here is that, you know, you only need to know, like as a developer, you only need to know one language and you can build apps for almost any platform, like even VR, there's React VR, it's insane. Um, but yes, as a developer, you just need to know one language and you can build on multiple platforms um, and you can, you know, you can get hired, right? As just a JavaScript developer, you can call yourself like a full stack JavaScript developer and that means that you can essentially just build anything for websites or mobile apps, right? So that I think is really powerful. Now, now obviously I want to relate this back down to business. Like how does this relate to business in any way? And I think it's important how it's, it goes down to this whole universal language thing. It's, you know, so in terms of business, in terms of like the hiring process, you know, you, you have to find like someone, someone to build a website need a front-end developer, someone knows, you know, HTML, CSS, and JavaScript, right, those three browser languages to build the front-end UI portion, then you need someone to build, like, your API, so you want some, maybe some Java developer or Ruby developer, someone that just, you know, works mainly on the back-end, on the server stuff, um, maybe you need someone to build mobile apps, so you hire a guy for that, you hire, you know, one for Android, one for iOS, and you're just spending a lot of money right there. Now, don't get me wrong, even if you just hire, you know, a couple JavaScript developers, like, you still want them to be doing their specific thing. You know, someone might be better at Node.js, so they'll be just working on the server. Someone might be better at the front end, you know, so they'll, they'll just be building out your UI. So you'll still be hiring different people, but here's here's where, you know, it makes, still makes hiring easier because you're only hiring, really, for a JavaScript developer. 
and then you kind of ask them hey where where do your strengths lie is that on the back end is that on the front end you know what do you feel do you like mobile better you know where would you preferably work with uh, or work at work um, and and then you know beyond hiring when you already have developers you're you know running a company and trying to build your product right or maybe you're even just maintaining your product um, because you're only you know everything is running on a single language now let's say you're maybe you have just one back-end developer and he's out for the day and there's a bug that you need to fix right well now your front-end developer your mobile developer can just go in and you know be like oh this is just javascript you know there might be some new stuff here and there but they still might have some familiarity with that system and how it works because it's just it's just javascript it's just this universal language so that is really uh, just beneficial for your company, for all your developers to essentially, you know, wear multiple hats and kind of jump in between multiple things. And let's say maybe you really want to focus on like just building out your mobile apps. You can do that because you have the um, capacity, you have like the developers there that, you know, you have multiple mobile developers, for, for example, you know, because everyone just knows JavaScript. Now, um, so yeah, so that's kind of how I'm relating it back. I think it's really powerful. Node.js is something that you know, was laughed at in the beginning, but, you know, same thing with all these, like, mobile, you know, JavaScript to mobile, you know, compilers and stuff. People were kind of laughed at them, but now everyone's really running these things in production on their live websites and their live systems. So Node.js is, like, very, you know, enterprise-ready, um, which is really cool. And I think that's really it. Um, just wanted to, hopefully this made sense. Hopefully, it's, you know, this was a good episode. I think it was really interesting. Um, so yeah, so follow this or, you know, rate this podcast on your podcasting app. Uh, follow me on Twitter, SunnySync.io. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you guys later. Bye.